Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Tonight's reading comes from 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, also, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, there is much confusion about communion, yes, communion, the Lord's table, the Lord's supper these days in the church. When you ask the average churchgoer about communion, they will agree that it is important. But when asked why, yes, why it is important, well, we will find many different opinions in America showing a substantial, yes, a substantial amount of confusion on why the Lord's Supper is important. Perhaps the most significant answer and confusion that we would receive in America from this question about communion comes over these simple words, do this in remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me. Permit me an opportunity to explain. When Jesus was with his disciples before the crucifixion, he broke bread and he gave it to the disciples saying these words, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Now, many Christians have understood this last portion to mean that when we gather together for communion that we do so to remember Jesus the best that we can. That is to say, according to these individuals, communion is a time where we come together to remember Jesus and his sacrifice. And by remembering Jesus, our memories are what keep Jesus alive in our very minds. And so this kind of emphasis leads us to see communion as a kind of memorial day, as a kind of memorial day where we never forget the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus in our minds and especially in our thoughts. Communion becomes a day to commemorate Jesus in our minds along with a meal. Now, what I have just described is how many very well-intentioned Christians understand communion. They see communion as something only to remind us of Christ and his death. But dear friends, if communion is only a remembrance that is intended to remind us of the gospel, 
so that that gospel can stir in our hearts and our minds, well then communion, I'm afraid to say, becomes an ambiguous mental activity. Indeed, if communion is some sort of memorial activity where we try to remember the good old days of Jesus, are we not conducting communion services to make sure that Jesus doesn't slip our minds? And if communion... And if communion is only about us recalling Jesus, then isn't communion just another ritualistic ordinance that we have to do in Christianity to keep, yes, that Christian faith front and center in our minds? The problem with all of this arises with how we understand that word, this particular word, remembrance. Yes, remembrance. You see, when we hear the word remembrance, we hear it as a verb. Yes, a verb, something that we must do in our minds to recall or to remember someone or something. And so according to this way of thinking, communion becomes about you, yes, you making sure that you are remembering Jesus, that you're remembering Jesus and then thinking about Jesus' memories correctly as you drink wine and bread, as you drink wine and eat bread simultaneously. As the theologians would say, yes, this makes communion function underneath that banner of law rather than gospel. It puts the pressure on you and how well you are doing at remembering Jesus. Now, dear friends, you might be surprised to learn that when Jesus says the words, do this in remembrance of me, that the word remembrance, that word coming back to that word remembrance, really has little to do with only recalling the events of the past in our mind. The word remembrance is far more than just a mere mental activity of recollecting the events of the past. You see, when Jesus uses this word remembrance, he is using it as a noun, simply stating, according to Jesus and the Jewish way of thinking, remembrance means to participate in something in the present time according to the certain events of the past. Now, if you are confused a bit, let me explain with a very fun example. To understand Jesus' word of remembrance, think of a wedding anniversary. Let's just say a 20th wedding anniversary. Now imagine, if you will, a wife spending her entire anniversary day, that 20th anniversary day, thinking about the details and those facts of her wedding. Maybe the temperature outside, the colors of the tuxedos, and the kind of food that was served at the reception, and maybe how the napkins were folded. If this, my friends, is all that the wife did for her 20th anniversary, it would be fairly lame. It would be actually sad. In fact, if this is how she spent her 20th anniversary, we would begin to wonder, is the groom even alive? Is that husband even alive? Is the wife widowed? You see, recalling the historical facts and the details of the wedding is not doing the 20th anniversary right. 
Instead, to make the anniversary profound and right, the wife needs more than just merely remembering the details and the facts. She can remember the past, which we would say is good, but she also needs to participate in the wedding anniversary in the present. In other words, the wife needs to accept those beautiful roses that she gets from her husband. She needs to be taken out to dinner to her favorite restaurant. She needs to have the words of love spoken into her ears, whispered into her ear, to know that she is loved, to know that the husband is committed to her, that the the husband is dedicated to her. To do the 20th anniversary right, the wife not only can recall the past, but she needs to be swept up in her husband's present love, her husband's present pursuit and commitment to her. You see, dear friends, to do communion as a remembrance is not just merely recollecting the past of what Jesus did, as good as that is but rather to do communion as a remembrance is that we participate in communion by eating and drinking, receiving. To do communion right is for us to be like that wife who is actually pursued and cherished and loved by another, by a husband, that being Christ. You see, baptized saints, as the Lord Jesus Christ gives us his body and blood in the here and now, in the present time, we are a part of that remembrance. Not through, take note, not through our imagination or our reflections, but through the eating and drinking of his very real presence. In communion, we are not memorializing a dead man, keep in mind. In communion, we are not doing mental exercises, but rather it is a sacrament where each and every single one of you are pulled into a holy, profound meal to receive Jesus upon your tongues and into your bellies for the forgiveness of all of your sins. God be praised. And so just as baptism And absolution are things that come to you, sacraments that come to you to deliver Christ and his gifts to you. Communion is also something that comes to you in the way of gift as well. Communion is not law, it is gospel. Communion is not primarily you remembering a mental exercise towards God, but communion is one of the ways that the Lord comes to you with forgiveness and life and salvation. Baptized saints, Jesus came. Indeed, he came to humanity in that manger long ago. And as we believe, teach, and confess from the scriptures, Christ Jesus will come again. In the meantime, he comes to you in the word and the sacraments. He places his name upon you in baptism. He pours forgiveness into your ears in the absolution. And he lays his body and blood upon your tongue to strengthen and sustain you in this remembrance of communion. Our Lord comes. He comes for you. God be praised. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.